and we can begin. Oh, God. Okay, I think I end on one, two, three. Live from the Sportique Studios, where the sports justice warriors are triggered, you're in the South Stand with media icon, Brandon Perda. Top six after nine, afternoon drive Denver Sports Talk Radio show up, Nate Crackman, and your host, John. The working man. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Woo! You got the you got the working man song anywhere? You can you can cue uh, it. In my in my weird it's ugly head up. Uh, I don't yeah, know. That's a going nice old school. Uh, going old school for for Nate. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. South Stands, South Stands Live. South Stands Live. <laughs> Even though it's not technically live, but we will be live. Um, Brandon has informed us that his camera is back. It, well, it's it's, it's yeah, finished. But, but let, let's be clear. I'm not sure I'm going to be willing to plug that back in at this point. <laughs> it got so I fried. I to get a, a, a second camera to... In case a much much less again. expensive camera. Yeah, it was fried because of the filth that was coming out of the of the board. It I was guess. Scott's fault. He's not here, yep. and uh, we're going to blame it on him. Sure, why not? We can blame but it. But not him. having a camera, we can't see John Reedy's beautiful new. Uh, Thank you, Albuquerque uh, green chili cheeseburgers hat. Yeah, we talked about that last time, right? I think we had them ordered. We talked about. It. Yeah, I had it ordered. Came in. Been wearing it. It's nice. It's I was to- told you can get a green chili cheeseburger at McDonald's. In New Mexico, is this true? Oh, I think it's true. Yeah. Okay. I, I haven't been to a McDonald's in New Mexico, but I think it's true. I think it's pretty much once you get to that area of the country, they put green chili and everything, shakes, uh, in, <laughs> in baby food, whatever. You're like, no, no, my kid can't eat. Oh, you got to have it. So uh, they they do have it everywhere. So Nate, welcome to the show. It's it's great to be here. I love the introduction. Top six. It's uh, it easily. It's tough. Easily. To, it's tough to break that I, top six, but I think I have. I, I think you faked me out because you said media icon, and I just thought, oh, well, here comes the, the yeah. effusive praise. No, it's Brandon. He gave it to yes. me, and I, I was surprised too. Check this out, though. So, Brandon Perna, I, uh, I, I will admit ignorance on this, um, and because I am not hip, nor am I cool. So that's I, for sure. He's way out of the loop. You know that. So you were I, at a Primus concert last night. That's I was pretty cool. Well, uh, it would have been cool 15 years ago. Well, that's when we're all living. But but my point is is that I I didn't know um a, about your your media empire, <laughs> and I was informed of what Brandon Perna does by the guys that work on my show, like Josh Dover and Mark Springer, our intern Andrew. Uh, th- they were playing this video and they were all laughing at it. I believe it was the one where you were um, you were making fun of Vic Lombardi. Oh right! And I think you were shirtless, probably. If I recall, about right. he's often shirtless on the video. But they showed it to me. I was like, "This is friggin' brilliant!" Thank so, you. So, so I am a fan. I appreciate. But that. I am late to the party. They were like, "You don't know about Perna. This guy's." <laughs> 
incredible. Wow, I, I apologize. I kind of assumed you did. I just said, "Hey, Perner will be there," and you know, and then it was well. Like I knew. I learned it was crickets, and I, I thought, learned Uh-oh. of it like a month and a half ago. I was just very <laughs> late to the party to figure out what he's doing. But he's uh, no this this guy's great. I'm a Thank fan. You. But <clears throat> no, it, it kind of and, and it was funny too because it was the younger guys that I work with. So it kind of felt like somebody was telling me like in 1985, like how good Led Zeppelin is. I'm like, I've <laughs> never heard of them. So you're the, too loud. you're the Led Zeppelin of uh, of, of uh, local media. That's awesome. Well Congratulations. done. Well, it means it's going down from here. <laughs> <laughs> like five or six years ago, it was Brandon and Christina from Las Vegas who were doing videos. Remember Christina? Oh, I do Las remember. Vegas? Oh, I do. I remember her um, at what I think she was at. Uh, what I say goes. Yeah, and, uh, yeah not a good she, wait. For a she went straight channel. downhill. No. I think she got hooked on the chronic or something. Was something she happened. the girl from the Your video? Audio. That's yes. right. Yes. yes. The, the Ravens game from my show. Yes. The yes. pass to Jacoby Jones. Yep. She was the Are You Bleeping Kidding yep. Me girl. That's yes. her. She's yes. the are you bleeping kidding she, me? She um very nice. Which she I was, think I got from a, one of your blog posts, by the way. <laughs> I'm sure you I did. completely yeah, I lived it Because I used to post her videos yeah. and his uh, and embed them in South yeah. there was Colin was the first person to like reach out to me and say, hey, can I post your, your videos to my website? He's yeah. always looking for free content. That's well, how, that's hell how it yes. works. Yeah. So. But that's how it works. That's how, yeah, that's how you that's get That's how it works. So, uh, Nate, we're gonna we got plenty to talk about today. Yeah. Um, and we we've got uh, we will might even hit on some sports later. Uh, sports related though, the yeah. reason why we, we got you here and the reason why you and I were, were chatting it up is we were talking about transplants. We were transplant sports fans. And I don't this, think they should be allowed to use the bathroom. I don't think so either. <laughs> um, and and you know, this is kinda like it's kinda like the man romper it was like well this was a, this was a little, the man romper the 24-hour news cycle already happened so we you know we were like ah, should we talk about we're that? on hour number 25 and a half of the man romper it's yeah already we gone. are and and the, the but the transplant talk was from when the cubs were in town yes. you know two weeks ago whenever that was yes so uh but still it's it's a relevant topic and and we you know we went around and around it's 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 hard to argue on twitter and you know because you don't want to you don't want to be like come off like you're being you're being an asshole and then it's hard to get your point across right so you, you, it's better to have a a, a forum like like this where you can sit face to face i and it's it's weird i didn't intend to become the spokesman for denver transplants (laughs) because it it really wasn't my intention in the conversation and and i actually i'm curious about this and i would like to bounce this off of you guys uh because you know the combination of either having grown up here your entire lives or in in john's case most of your life most okay so i moved to colorado uh, in it would have been September of 2002. Okay, so I've been here basically 15 years now, and I was talking to somebody about this the other day, and the way that they put it, and I had never thought about this, and and I want to bounce this idea off of you guys, is because it was really I moved here well before the massive wave of transplants sure. came in. He used the term first generation transplant, <laughs> and I thought about it, and I was kind of like. I I don't know. I maybe, but having moved here in two thousand two, I I don't know what that qualifies me as. See, I moved here in nineteen eighty three. Yeah, so you're very I, old. So school. I mean, that's like that's like I would. But then you're also well, a lot older than I. I am. I am. Thank, <laughs> well, thank you for that. The big thrust into Colorado was in the late nineteen seventies. Yes, now, a lot of Texas oil money. Okay, and I remember the thing. Everybody hated Texans. Yes, that we was still like a do. Bad we still do. Word. Still do. Still do. Yeah. Uh, but no. But you're right. So that was a big wave then. Yeah. So it's it's hard to it's hard to 
point your finger at one point. So 2002, eh, it's probably a few generations in of as far as that goes. Okay, but it, but it is a it is a state that um, and probably like you know California's probably experiences too where people go to they don't leave right. and so you know um, if you know Florida's Florida's a little different. You go there if you're if you're trying to escape child support payments, but you <laughs> you leave if you want to have a career and, and have something good happen. Travis to you. Henry in Florida now, or is he still in so. prison? One of the yeah, he's in he's in prison, but a couple. Of those guys, I think, fled to Florida. But so Colorado definitely is a place for that. My my point is, is that, and I guess I come around to, I can't change anyone's minds. And you, and you sure. made this. You said, hey, look, it's a generational thing. It's a family thing. Sure. I totally get Sports that. Sports fandom being passed down. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. absolutely. Um, and I said, well, the people who move here and start families, their kids will end up becoming Denver sports fans. Mm-hmm. And I brought up Peyton Manning in that example. Peyton Manning wins a Super Bowl. He's a he's a god. Everyone loves him. All these kids that maybe their parents came from Detroit or wherever, those kids ate up Peyton Manning, and they became probably Bronco fans because of it. So Bronco's a little different than the Rockies. But my point is, is that a guy sent me a thing. He was wearing – we were complaining about transplants, and he sent me a picture of himself wearing Cubs gear with his, like, two or three kids yeah. all wearing Rockies gear. Which is great. And, like, flipping them off. Right. So <laughs> um, so I thought, okay, well, that's that's a step, I think. And, and, so. I, and I had an experience just the other day. I went to the afternoon game. It was the makeup game on Wednesday afternoon. It was supposed to be a Tuesday game against the Cubs. And – they're obviously in, in we're in a section surrounded by Cubs fans, and there was a kid, twenty two years old, in the front row. I ended up introducing myself to him and asking him questions. And he was like, "What? He is had this a old score- pervert. He had a scorecard and a girlfriend. Both. <laughs> <laughs> that is shocking. Those things are usually mutually exclusive. I know. And she was cute, and and he had the best smack talk." In the section, like the Rockies were rolling in that game. And he stood up at one point, he stretched out and he goes, hey, you guys, you can beat the traffic. (laughs) That's awesome. You are so. That was a 10 to 4, right? It was. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't. He wasn't being a dick. He was being a solid shit talker. And I, I just went up to him after the game and I'm like. What's your story? Because you know you I, you're keeping score. You got a girlfriend, and he said, I, I've, "I'm 22 years old. The Rockies have been a part of my life since the beginning. Mm-hmm. I've grown up always loving and following the Rockies, and he's he is. You've talked about this before, and he's the tip of that spear, and you see it more and more and more and, and more. And that's so important because really the Rockies have this is what season number 25 uh, of their existence right and so there are so many people that they grew up with you like a previous baseball life a first baseball marriage and then the Rockies came along so a big part of that is being Cub fans I guess my point in, in our conversation John started on Twitter because I had uh retweeted a Paul Klee column and and Paul Klee is a is a Denver native, but he wrote about you know transplants kind of being the way of the world now in Denver, which I agree. It's true, I agree with that argument. That, Very that, true. That there, this is your reality of there are going to be out of town fans and at mass. everything at at everything. Absolutely, this is just kind of the reality of what this city is at this point, and. So I, I guess to me, some of the transplant fist shaking 
it just it kind of becomes remember that Simpsons episode with Abe Simpson old man yells at cloud yeah, yeah. It, it's kind <laughs> yeah. of some of to me it feels a little bit like that of you're you're screaming about a situation that it it's just the reality because people just keep moving to Denver and no matter how much yelling you do no one's gonna go you know what the Cubs. I, I'm not. I'm done right, with them. You know. Right. So they're not going to do that. And but but I think that you know over time that can change because you know as as people get a little older they and if the and success is is a big part of it. And I will say this for the Cubs. The Cubs were not successful for a long time, and they still had a good fan base, and even more so that they were successful. If the Rockies were successful, let's say they you know they won a World Series or, or whatever or got got far into it. It would it would go a long way with producing a lot more fans, yeah. and then it might it might kind of shift that balance a little bit. But you're right because everyone's coming from all over the place, all over the place. And the main thing is, when I moved here from Illinois, uh, like I don't know how my dad followed any of it. He didn't. He couldn't follow it because he wouldn't get any information. Mm-hmm. So he had no way of knowing. Like, oh, I, can't, I don't. I'm not getting the White Sox games or whatever. But now I grew up in Chicago. We didn't get White Sox. Games. <laughs> you didn't get White Sox games in Chicago. Yeah. But now you can follow your team exactly how you would if you lived in the city. You can read the you can read the columnists from that city. You can you can get the feed of the game. You can you, you can know listen ex- to the local radio. You can listen anywhere, to yeah. local Which radio. I think is crazy. Yeah. And so it's like they don't have to even be where they're from to enjoy that team. It's like they never left. Our and I think it begs the question. Just in general. Not just a, a Denver conversation, but all over. Are provincial sports rooting interests on the decline? Just kind of nationwide. And, and I say it in this way. Think of it this way. If you live here in Denver, and, and maybe I'm kind of using some antiquated terms and notions here, but it's the only way I know how to have this conversation, of the Broncos are the only team that you can watch on over-the-air television locally. So... You know, if you're growing up a kid in Denver and your parents pay their cable bill so that you can get root sports and you can get altitude to watch the Rockies, Nuggets, and Avalanche, but at the same time, you know, with that comes ESPN and MLB Network and all those different things. Like, you you have the option on any given night of, well, I'm simply going to watch this, you know, this Mets game that's on MLB Network and maybe I'll become, I'll, I'll figure out I love Noah Syndergaard and I'm a huge Mets fan or... You know, Golden State is is on ESPN again. What kid doesn't love well, watching and, Steph and, Curry? And, and furthermore, it, you you could create a fan of that outside market team in that instance in any just market, as easily anywhere, anywhere yeah. just as easily as you could the local team. NBA Game Pass is on your phone, it's on right. your tablet, it's on your desktop, or right. it's on your TV, and it's it's forty dollars for I, the whole season. Forty dollars, you got I, every game. I think the main thing is, and we gotta we gotta hit our break here pretty soon. So I want to give you a heads up, Colin, because I know you need some time to get the get the track going. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. But I'm the, good. the main thing, and I think as a as a someone who is a, a Denver sports convert, to have the Broncos and the Broncos be religion, and then to have these other teams that you go, well, hey, I, I care about these teams. I I really like the Rockies, and I'm really into the Avalanche, and to have them 
just disrespected as they are by out of by, by transplant fans sure. when the, when, the, when you're so used to the Broncos being the being the the ones that are held high it's very hard to to stomach and you're kind of like you kind of expect that respect that the Broncos get but they the other teams do well, not and get it at all that's the overarching theme is if you are one of the many 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 out of state fans who live here at least when you go to the games be deferential to the fans who were there before you well, <clears throat> yeah, but is that how fans behave? No, no. no. That's asking, no. I mean, it's you, not how men and beer right, behave. Right, you get a couple of beers in you and you start rooting for your team. And it's, you know, you bring up that point right there, and this is something, and I am not, I, I swear, I am not saying this out of a place of snobbishness or anything like that. Because, and I think you guys know this about me, like I love Denver sports. You are sure. top six. Absolutely. <laughs> top six, Absolutely. And, and really, when it comes to you know teams that I grew up with, the Cubs are the only one I still care about. The rest of them, uh, they go screw themselves. I don't give a crap about those teams at all. But the Cubs are the ones I still care about. But I remember you know moving here like I did in '02. So '03 was the first year I started going to Rockies games here, and one of the things that really surprised me was how subdued the crowd was at the ball game. You know, kind of the lack of enthusiasm. Hardly anybody stabbing anybody. <laughs> it was, but but I'm talking about like you know fans not coming to their feet with two strikes on a hitter. You know, at the end of an inning, like things like that. That and, and, and Cubs fans have taught us a lot about that. Well, and what's interesting <laughs> was, and actually, Colin, I I saw you on opening day, and and we were you know we were standing together when this happened. If you guys recall, on on the the home opener this year, in the first inning, Kyle Freeland. Got two strikes on a hitter, Denver kid, and the fans came to their feet. And then when he completed the punch out, I think it was Justin Turner. When he completed the punch out, I mean, it was a roar in the ballpark and a standing ovation in the first inning at a Rockies game. And it was a cool moment to see because I thought like, oh, wait a minute. This is a moment. Like the tide is turning here locally. And a big part of it is, you know, you talk about the kid that's 22 years old and grew up with the Rockies. Like, we're, we're starting to grow that portion of the fan base. And that was bound to take time. People that lived and died with it. And you know what? I still think it has a long, long way to go. But that was such a cool thing to I, see. I agree. And I think, like I said, like all the dudes that I follow on Twitter that are really into the Rockies – I realize like they're all either like in college or just out of college, right? And it's those those guys who've grown up with it who know like okay, this is why you act at a baseball game. They're coming into their own. They're going to be the fans of the future, and I think it's going to change. Now, I will say, I don't know if you guys know, I sit up on the club level, and we don't stand. Oh, you do, <laughs> yeah, I do. And we don't stand up there because you know what? Someone if if we need to cheer, we'll have the the waiters come down and cheer for us. According to somebody texted the show the other day, and I learned this. I didn't know about this. The apple pie nachos. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah they're yeah. only accessible via the club. Level. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. I thought they. I thought somebody found them down low. Perhaps they well like down in the Deal and Doug seats. I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to investigate. I thought uh, I have to ask Jake Shapiro. I think he might have found them somewhere. Why else, did they put cheddar cheese on them? I don't know. I haven't seen them yet. I, I've I haven't only, had them yet. Yeah, I've only been once. I saw this Drew, year. I saw Drew Goodman eating them once. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, then you know they're good. So, uh, well, let's take a quick break and we'll uh, we'll get into the second quarter and uh, we got lots to talk about. Like we got we got some we got a game we got a game right. We got some tweets to read. We got plenty to talk about. So. Uh, Take a quick break. Be right back. Purple rain, purple rain. Purple rain. 
Do relevations about Tom Revelations Do relevations Relevations Revelations about Tom Brady's secret head injuries Help explain his support for Trump <laughs> and if so, what's Elway's excuse? <laughs> During mini camps, will John Elway sit down with his young quarterbacks and share with them sage advice like pressure's okay on the field, but not when it comes to your home loan? <laughs> Is Chad Kelly just a lost sheep in need of strong role models like Tom Heckert, John Elway, and Vance Joseph? Are NBA fans relieved that the eight-month eight-month preseason is nearly over? Who could have possibly foreseen Cavs and Warriors in the finals? Who? Tell me who. Are Nuggets fans bummed that the most exciting part of their 2018 season, the NBA draft lottery, is already over? Does Lonzo Ball hope to quickly match Michael Jordan's stat for dads murdered? <laughs> Would losing his father help him be more relatable when he gets to LA? <laughs> Are the newly approved Colorado Rockies finally almost good enough to deserve Jenny Kavnar? Oh, no. she's so beautiful and so talented. And did you know the other news about Kavanaugh? She's Prego. She is expecting. Yeah, congrats, Jenny Kavanaugh. She'll be glowing on television uh, all can't season. Wait. This is fantastic news. Is 1043 the fan secretly cloning Cecil Lammy so that Cecil Lammy can talk football 24 hours a Cecil Lammy day? <laughs> you have questions. We have answers. SouthStandsDenver.com, Colorado's finest internet sports talk. Since 1971. So go ahead and stop there. Okay. <laughs> so I can so, maybe maybe give music. a pause before you say now stop there. Well, you can always so I can leave it, it in. Now that we got gold. Oh, Jesus. Now we got gold. Okay. <laughs> you just get that. You get that going, uh, dude. That joke is okay, they, awesome. We're still we're still going. So don't <laughs> okay. don't say anything. Okay. <laughs> that was one of the better written ones. Uh, Thank you. Pretty good jokes, not so offensive. We just we just had not so <laughs> not so. We just talked about not getting anyone in trouble, and then that that happened. So okay. Go. Somebody had a picture, and this guy had, think of the worst person in the world that might support a certain president, and the bumper stickers they would have on the back of their car. The yeah. working full, man. Full working up. man. No, not the working man, but just full up with every bumper sticker you can imagine. This NRA. awful person. Uh, everything. 
up in the corner, a Rush sticker. That's so disappointing. And I, and I, thought, and I thought, you know what, Rush, those guys seem like cool dudes. Yeah. They seem like chill Canadian bros. Rush doesn't Smart deserve dudes. this. Yeah, they don't deserve this. <laughs> Rush doesn't deserve this. And, and I just think that they would be so bummed out that they would be like... Are you sure those aren't Rush Limbaugh No, it was, it, was the, it was the dude. Let me hear, let me take my clothes off and, and pose in front of a pentagram for you. And do the, and do the, you know what I'm talking about, Colin? I think I do. Okay, you should, yeah. So it had that, and so it said Rush, and it was like, maybe he thought it was Rush Limbaugh, but I, I'm guessing he, he liked Rush, and I thought, Rush would be so disappointed. They'd be like, oh, that guy's listening to our music? Yeah, <laughs> that sucks. So just thought of that. Well, that you- was every band on the campaign trail was... Can you please stop playing our music in <laughs> yeah. your events? Please, please stop playing our music. We don't, we don't want well, you to play pret- our music. Well, the pretenders are, are uh, Rush Limbaugh's like, leading well, music. Well, except so. for what? Kid Rock and uh, oh, Ted and Nugent. Ted, and and yeah. the Nuge, yeah. yeah. Well, that, that photo, by the way, with Ted Rock, uh, <laughs> Ted with Rock, Ted Rock Ted Kid Rock, Kid Nugent, and Sarah Palin was the greatest troll ever. And I'm convinced that, that 75% of what that man is doing is just Internet trolling America. Yeah, I think he's you're just right. fuck. That how yes. do you pose Sarah Palin with those two dudes and not be just trolling America? I they I, can't be halfway serious. No, not even halfway. It's, it's, it's halfway serious. I think so. Yeah, that's what's scary. It feels serious. <laughs> it, it feels serious. We're all it, terrified. It, it feels serious enough. So. Um, the uh, just so you know, uh, XM Satellite. Now, listen. When you're not listening to Nate Nate Kreckman, yeah, um, <laughs> XM Satellite Radio is free right now. If you have a radio that you let let expire, so oh. if you want to listen to a little Ozzy's Boneyard, oh. which was playing Ted Nugent on my way home, I was like, I was like, oh, a little Ted Nugent. So uh, that's the bummer of when you listen to the Nuge because yeah. some of it's good, some of it's good, yeah. It's, and it's so disappointing. Like, Kid Rock sucks across the board. Yeah. That's okay. But the Nuge, that guy kind of rocked for a while. If you don't think about him and what he's all about and everything he's done, um, it's okay. Well, it, that's pretty much for anybody. You that's like. true. Yeah, there's a lot of people like that. Right? You, you have to do a lot of separating. Like, like that's what's hard is, is living in the day and age of knowing as much yeah. as we now know about everyone and everything. And even like like I've run into this a little bit like in sports especially like Jake Arrieta who's a starting pitcher for the Cubs who when the Cubs were winning the World Series and he was winning Cy Young awards I loved Jake Arrieta and then he tweeted out such a dog whistly anti-Semitic tweet really? after Trump won No I oh, didn't know that it was it was just it was in, instead of using you know like like, like he used the term Hollywood, uh-huh. oh. which is very much the dog whistle. Which is code for Jews. Exactly. Yeah, gotcha. Everybody yeah. knew what he was talking about there, but it was just like, ah, come on, man. I like you. Yeah, yeah, Isn't Arietta the guy whose uh, image you, yeah. you've hijacked yeah, I, for your Yeah, I look more like that than he does. So. You do, actually. I do. I look, I look more like it than he does. But as an Arietta, like an Italian name, come on, Italians are... that's. That's yeah. Let's let's keep the Italians out of America, okay? Because but where do you like? Where do you draw the line where you go? Okay, I'm just gonna kind of ignore this stuff. True. Yeah. And, right. 
You uh, have to. It's like, okay, I'm not going to go back and ever watch the Cosby show again. <laughs> and I just the, the other Cosby's day threw out. out a Bill Cosby record. Right? I was like, reorganizing my record collection, and there was a Cosby record. And like, I kind of looked at my wife. I was like, we don't need this in our home. <laughs> I um, it's, it's Speaking of uh, Chicago sports, I had a – during the, the – remember the lockout season? And I think the Blackhawks won the uh, – they won the Stanley Cup yeah. that year. And uh, – I I was like, you know what? I'm not. The abs were terrible. I was like, I'm going to support the Blackhawks, and I uh, bought a Patrick Kane T-shirt. Beautiful Blackhawks logo, black shirt. I, I remember this shirt. It was a great shirt. Patrick Kane in the back. Patrick Kane might not be the greatest guy in the world, so I gave it to a guy I play hockey with who loves the Blackhawks, and he was all too happy to wear it uh, proudly. But I just was like, I. I don't know about this. I'm just going to pass it off to him so I don't have to have the judgment. You know what? And really, it's it's funny. This kind of goes full circle back to our transplant conversation. I, was, like, I thought you were going to say back to Vance Joseph. That too. <laughs> but, but being from Chicago, and I grew up a Blackhawks fan, and the Patrick Kane thing, and look, I, I can't pass judgment on what Kane may or may not have done, but... The way that, and especially when you kind of followed it on Twitter, like the amount of dudes that had like Blackhawks logo Twitter avatars that all of a sudden became like internet forensics investigators, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and just with with so much proof, like so so sure that the woman had to have been lying oh, and yeah. setting Kane up to make, and, and it just it was so gross that at the time I was just like. I think I'm out. Yeah, I just did. I'm yeah. good. Yeah, I think I can't really associate myself with it. I'll I watch the guy play. He's a great player. Great but, player. Uh, I'm not going to wear this on my back. I, I don't so. know what he did or did not do. Yeah. But the group think that went into instantly going to his defense, right. that was, I, I had to be out on that. And I, and I think that's what we're what we were talking about is like, how much can you put up with, and obviously there's people in all your teams that you'd like that all probably have something questionable. And, you know, you always go like, I hate that guy, but I'd root for him on my team. But then it's like, well, you know, would you think about people like that, you know, that would keep to leave is a perfect example of that. Yeah. And see, and so, you know, I know you don't really like him. I, I, have, I, I don't, don't. Have, and I don't I'm not going to change my mind just because he makes a big play for the Broncos. See, that's a guy who I am. A guy, <laughs> a guy who acts like a, like a, like a freaking idiot. And gets himself in all kinds of trouble like that. Does I don't want him representing my team, and I'm not going to just suddenly shift gears because he makes a great play. Yeah, but his trouble is only hurting other men. <laughs> like I can accept a guy who gouges somebody's eye on the field, who shoots himself, who punches a teammate. Um, you think what, there's, what, what, you it, think it, there's it, not a sexual assault in the history of uh, Akeem Talib? Well, I, I haven't that's, seen that's one, neither, don't know. so no. Neither here nor there. Here's what I can tell you, and, and I hosted a whole year of the Akeem Talib show. Dude is awesome. Uh, oh. Yeah, he's like, like, yeah you as, like know him. As a guy to – like, and so, so Hockman and I did a show. We were at uh, Governor's Park Tavern. At 7th and Logan. And Love would, that place, by the it, way. It's great. Nikib would come down. He would do an hour with us once a week. And he is like just a guy to sit and talk football with as entertaining a dude. And number one, very entertaining. But also number two, because you know you think of Akib Tlaib, okay? And, and we think of all of the off-the-field stuff, obviously. But that guy gets paid what he gets paid because he's a great player. And he is a great player because that dude is a pro 
Like that guy, yeah. the thing that I used he's to smart, love, right? he's like he so knows, yeah. smart. And what was really cool was the year that we did it, it was at the very start of um, the, the NFL Game Pass on the computers, and you could right. pull up either the coach's film or you could go to one particular uh, the play. All 22. Right. But what was so cool about that was – I would, you know, like during the game on Sunday, because I, I knew I was going to see Akeeb on Tuesday, so I would pick out, you know, four or five plays, something that he did. And then when he would get there in a commercial break, we'd go over those plays. Like, what what happened? What did you see on this play? And his explanations were always so advanced. Like, I remember he had an interception against Phillip Rivers when they were playing the Chargers, and he spotted a play in which Rivers pulled on his shoulder pad right before the snap, which meant he was going to throw a slot fade pass. <laughs> wow. And, and Tlaib knew that. That was his pre-snap read, but he had read the signals throughout the course of the game. He saw Rivers do that, and Tlaib basically ran the route and picked off the pass. But that's just like pure, like, that guy had to have spent so many hours studying that stuff to figure out that kind of play. So kind of the grand point of it all is – um, does Aqib Tlaib make terrible decisions off the field and surround himself with bad people and uh, it, it has some questionable, be, questionable behavior himself? No question, but if you're rooting for a guy and saying, does he get the most out of his abilities and is he a pro and works hard enough, Aqib is that guy. I mean, in a sense, we're kind of all correct about him. Well, well we've all known a bozo either at work I was or say, who's you, a friend of ours. We know tons of people who you're like, that guy is a clown. And, and you see him do their job, and they're like, holy shit. And you're like, you're holy like, mackerel, hey, that this, guy is great. This guy, you know, it's like it's like he, uh, you know, he, he redeems himself in that way. Um, I, I think you can point out any, a lot of things about people and be like, wow, this is, this is questionable. But I think when it comes down to your sports enjoyment, there probably is a certain level of acceptance that you can be like, okay – Guy shot himself in the in the leg, you know, probably up up to some up to some shenanigans. That's fine, but then there's got to be a level where you're like, can't do it anymore, and that's fine. You can't. It, you don't it, have to it, personally root for that, somebody. Is that point beating women? Uh, because that's that's something that's, as a sports fan you confront a lot. I, yeah. I think that's I think that's a good that's a good measure, and I think once you get to that point, but still, are you going to stop following the team because they've got this one scumbag and the rest and everyone else is is you know all right? You can't. It's, it's it's coming back to the nuge. You like the music, but you hate the guy, right? You like the Broncos, but this one guy's a this one guy's a piece of crap, right? So you have to separate it, otherwise you're not going to like anything. Well, isn't yeah. it crazy too? Like for NFL teams, their basically their measuring stick is simply like a lot of times. We don't care that much what you do when you're not here. Sure. We care about what you do when you're here. Like, if a guy is a whiner or he's selfish or he's a bad teammate inside the locker room. Cough, cough, Jay Cutler. Like, cough, cough. It's, you hear those things and you're like, oh, that guy, the, the organization wants nothing to do with him. But and, and that guy might be up to some ridiculous things. But if he's a pro and he shows up, like I remember you know, DJ Williams. DJ Williams got a DUI when he was here in Denver. DJ had uh, a lot of questionable things. There was some PED stuff that went on with DJ Williams. When you talk to DJ's teammates, like to a man, they were all like, that dude was awesome. They loved the guy. So, you know, if football matters the most to that guy as a fan, isn't that really all that you're asking? Absolutely. Yeah. And as long as what he's doing off the field isn't keeping him from playing football, which, mm. would, which would lend to that he 
not doing anything too horrible because if he's doing something too like horrible, smoking weed, like smoking yeah. weed, it's gonna <laughs> get it's gonna get it's gonna get him kicked off the team. What or about it's gonna PEDs? Get him suspended. Well, that's the thing. That's gonna get him suspended from the team if he gets caught. But so, Derek Wolf missed four games. You know, at the the start of the 2015 season, and comes back and is a monster, and the Broncos win the Super Bowl. Was it worth it for Derek Wolf to do PEDs? I would yeah, argue I it was. I think it's worth it for and all those guys. I think they should all for, do them. So. For Derek Wolf too, like I think his situation was a little bit interesting because he had the neck and spinal injury mm-hmm. the the year before, and like my thinking is he's probably doing PEDs to f- make sure his back is healing. You know what I mean? Like that's and maybe not, but that could go into it. And to me, that's a valid reason to use any drug you want to make sure well, you're So you can recover and I, I, And, and I agree. And I've said this all along. It's like, why can't somebody with a blown out knee use that to recover? And once they've recovered and are back, then they say, okay, I'm off them. You can right. test me. They do, though. I they, mean, they, yeah, they, they go they to they Europe do. and the God knows the therapies that they do. I mean, German they, neck babies. Yep, I mean, they've right. got fetuses just waiting. Adrian Peterson won an MVP award coming back from and that. I, and I can't imagine imagine i mean if you if you ever had any knee problems or anything like that to think about what what he does in the field and to have a you know a blown out acl and then come back and just be like woohoo it's yeah. just it uh it's crazy we got to take the next break colin you got another song coming up oh my god i know this we're, thing is just whipping right along we're cruising man. through it so we're, we'll make sure we get it but i you know we got to talk a little broncos we always got to we always got to kick the can we talked a little broncos now but we'll kick a kick some broncos a little bit later um we definitely get some rockies and we'll, maybe we'll jump back in and get some of our games going I think that might be wise to do that. So, oh, we got some tunes. All right, so let's get into the second half right now, and we'll be right back. I shredded my knee. There's a road right back to tell you about. There's a road right back to tell you about. Lives in my hometown. Lake Shore Drive, the road is calling. It'll take you up or down. From rats on up to riches, 15 minutes you can fly. Pretty blue lights along the way, come you right on by. And the blue lights shining with a heavenly grace, come you right on by. And there ain't no road just like it, anywhere I found. Running south on Lakeshore Drive, getting into town. Wow, that's a good that's one. That's so exciting. Well, that's the regular version. Fresh it's just, new oh, life. Wow. Yeah, it's nice. Wow. Excellent. Um, yeah, good stuff. Man, so, really hey, got, my face, my face is all bright red. I'm excellent. Fe- feeling yeah. faint. Do you got you got something to tell everyone? Oh yeah, you know what, uh, John? You have three different beers in front of you as well. Well, no, that one's <laughs> that one's long since gone. 
Is that a Bush um, heavy? Bush is awesome. Here's the thing, though. If if you're Kevin Harvick, who is the who is on this can, right? Yeah. Kevin Harvick signature. Doesn't Kyle Bush race alongside you? And is his name not spelled the same way? Don't know. I mean, uh. I'm not a big NASCAR fan, but I would feel awkward if I were Kevin Harvick and I had to wear Kyle Bush's name across the front of my uniform. I think he got paid enough that he doesn't care. I guess. There is a, uh, on, and, and I'm not sure if it's still there, but it's been there for the last few weeks, on 6th Avenue West, just when you get off of I-25, a Bush light billboard. I think people buy it. I, I, I know <laughs> they, they buy it. I, just, I didn't know they advertised. Like, I Mostly thought, in St. Louis. I thought Bush Light kind of had the market cornered of like, is it <laughs> 90, People who are going to drink Bush Light. It's 90 degrees out and you're going to play golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bush Light is perfect that for is, you. That is the perfect golf bear. Mm-hmm. So this, uh, this segment brought to you by Bush Light. And what else? <laughs> uh, speaking of getting uh, paid, John, Sportique is where scooters come from. And this is the time of year... To pay them a visit and get your hands on the scooter. We've talked all show about how many people are moving into Denver. Well, that means more traffic. That means it's harder to find a place to park. And that means it makes a lot more sense to buy a 50cc scooter from Sportique. Where scooters come from since 1998. Sounds like Bob Dylan messing around. Bob Dylan's just having a, having a laugh. It's close, close, yeah. Just let it breathe for another five minutes. There you go. Sorry, I stepped on it. Stepped all over it. Uh, welcome back. Um, so we totally screwed that up, by the way. We don't put another song after sports. We do the read, then sports, and then we just start talking. Oh, uh, so you know, but it's okay. You everybody understands I, Scott's not here, and we've everybody done this, we've done this long enough that we should know. Nobody's going to care about the format. Change. Everybody Nobody understands cares. the importance of Scott. Um, we miss you, Scott. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we were talking a little bit about uh, Brock Meyer. I had brought this up to some folks on Twitter. So much asking. better than Brock Osweiler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. Imagine if it was, if it was called Brock's, Brock Osweiler. Oh, it'd be like nobody would watch. Yeah, nobody would watch that crap. Um, and uh, Nate was saying he's he's a fan, and um, and it's a great show, and uh, really enjoy it. Uh, it I, I had heard about it. I'm not. I, I love The Simpsons. I'm not a huge Hank Azaria fan, and uh, for some reason, but I watched it. It's great. Uh, he does a really good job. And um, we were talking about how uh, Jonah Carey, the famous Jonah Carey, was on it. Denver Zone. Denver Zone, which and and past uh, past fan cast uh, guest, and it was great because I was watching my wife, and I was like, I I know someone who's on the show. She's like, well, really? And I said, absolutely. Turn it on, and there's the scene. He goes back, and he goes to the dinner, and all the 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 uh, the announcer guys are there, and uh, and I'm like, there he is. And she's like, who? And this is you know a little the bit really of time tall thing. Canadian. Yeah, yeah. And I said, that's Jonah Carey. He was on our podcast. She was just like, eh, okay, all right, <laughs> whatever. And uh, but then I I I did watch that, and I I tweeted to Jonah, and I said, I said, great job on Brockmeyer. Were you? Uh, seven feet taller than everyone else on the show. And yeah. he said, no, no, so-and-so is pretty tall and blah, blah, blah. But he looked like he was like 
way he's taller very than tall yeah he's a tall dude in itself but um but good show and uh you know it's uh it's it's good i think the last one's on tonight i think over the season yeah the finale. season yeah. finale yeah and amanda pete's on the show but it, it's good uh, amanda it's, pete is not, amanda pete is is a bit of all right let me just i tell just you listened that. to her podcast with mark maron she oh really she was on yeah. there huh yeah she's a bit of all right i i, I enjoy her work did you um, guys know she is married to the the showrunner from game of thrones oh really which uh, Makes me happy that like a nerd could score a hot chick yeah, like Amanda awesome. Pete. That's not just it the, pays to be a successful nerd. <laughs> yeah, the two creators. Uh, one of those guys is her husband. Yeah, non-nerds only get girls until the until high school's over, and then and then it's the land of the nerds. If you become like a successful Hollywood producer and you you, you got that way because you were a nerd, you'll get a honey. Cash it in, baby. Yeah. It's it's coming your way. So it's very nice, but it's good stuff. Uh good show and uh, suggest everyone uh, everyone watch it. It's on IFC. I'm really disappointed that we still haven't talked about Man Rompers. And I understand that the the news cycle is fast. It's coming but, but uh, I love the idea, John, and I know you do too. Well, let me let me tell you. I wish I, I was I'm trying on to find. Board. I was trying to find a picture. Maybe I'll uh, text back um, our friend Aaron X because in college we had a version of a man romper, and what it was is we found these like big kind of canvassy like suits. I don't know what they were for. They were like. Like coveralls. It's kind of like a coverall, but like it had like a, I think you buttoned up and they were big. They had big like pockets on the back. It was something you wore in a factory. We got a bunch of these and we everyone dyed them their own color and you put your own design on the back. Mine was a big martini glass with a uh, with a, with an olive in it. And these were our party suits. And we threw these on and we just went to town and doesn't matter what you got on them. And everyone had their own design. And it was kind of it like doesn't a... doesn't matter what you get on it. <laughs> it was kind of a precursor to the man romper when I saw it because it was all very vivid colors. And I thought, you know, there's something to be said by if you're going to go out and go and rip it up, there's something to be said for just throwing on something. And coveralls, just, kind of like coveralls. Just mm. be like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go buck wild tonight. And that's all a man romper is. It's coveralls. Only they're short, like cap- yeah. capri pant length coveralls, um, in pastel prints. My biggest question when it came to the man romper, and I was discussing this uh, today on our radio show, is there's a a faction, uh, fashion versus functionality question that I have, because does the man romper have a zip? fly well i just pee down my leg most of the time anyway so i'm willing to let that just let that let that go i would guess there's no like kind of like an underwear flap like that i would guess no because something's gonna flop out well it it just because and the question is it and it depends on what your style is whether you go over the fence or you just go through the barn door when you step up to the urinal but what do you do with the man romper in a urinal situation because they're obviously and and the famed photo of it i mean they are marketing to bros that are out bros who are drinking yeah yeah so these bros are gonna have to hit the can at some point like what is that is a that is you a, have to go to a stall in a man ra- man romper. No, if you do and you're taking that all the way off, then then you've defeated the purpose of its right. of its comfort and its accessibility. Because when I saw it, I thought, hey, this is the solution for the complication I face every morning in putting on a shirt and shorts. Absolutely, this makes it easier. But Takes then out the guesswork. If if you got to take the whole thing off to take a pee, no, that makes it. Or 
Do you unbutton down the top? There's and no I slip over? I, I, you I say you I know the shorts you just won't go be out high line. enough for me Store to the poke out the side. Store the urine in the garment. That's the final solution. <laughs> Whatever happened to the, the stadium, buddy? Oh, yeah, yeah. It exists, though. Does it really? Oh, yeah. What is the stadium, yeah. buddy? It's, okay. it's a, a, the bag you pee in. It's a, it's a colostomy uh, bag. Yeah, it's basically a bag, <laughs> and, you, and you pee, and it it's a, it's a, you put like a, like It's like a condom that you put over your dong, yeah. and then a colostomy bag that you tie uh, to your leg, but then you don't have to go to the bathroom during the big game. I was well, hoping it was a friend to go with you when you didn't have anybody else there. Well, your friend has one too and what happens is is, is is when you're sitting down in the lower level of Coors when the Cubs are in town, you pull it out and swing it around your head <laughs> and empty it out and then and then leave. That's that's what you do with it. So. That'll, that'll show those transplants. <laughs> that'll show those. Um, yeah, so, you know, hey, you can't wear one with a man romper because everyone will see it but I do think that all you do is you, you, just, you just go out the leg. I think that's all you do because otherwise... Very impractical, but is there room for it? I don't know about you, but I don't have that equipment. I think I think you can you can hoist it up a little bit, and I think it'll okay. work. My question is, and we talked about this, is like it's already old news. It, the man romper basically hit the internet yesterday, and now it's like kind of old hat. Now it's stupid if you talk about it's it. It's not stupid if you talk about it, but but the thing is, it's like. So who sees it now? Like those guys in the picture, obviously, were already they're already rocking the romper, right? Yeah. They were already doing it. That's probably like a Yankees game or something, right? I'm they're, pretty sure Russell Westbrook wore one of those. Six he, he probably ago. did. But, Seriously, but who he sees it? Forty points. Who one. sees it in a store this weekend and goes? Gotta have it. Heard about it. Gotta have it. The, that's the worst person on the earth that has that, to see that it. That is the definition of douchebag. Yeah, that person sees it now and goes, I gotta have it. Now, if you have one and you're just like, oh, well, I've had one for six weeks, that's fine. But still, I, I see things that like get trendy and get very popular and I go, why would anyone do it now? Why don't they just go, oh, I gotta, like a haircut? They just be like, you need to gotta be change way, it. You need to be way ahead of that. Yeah, I want let, me, those let me get away from this. And the LeVar Ball shoes. Or the LeVar Balls The $495 shoes. That's the perfect outfit. Oh, wouldn't that oh, be awesome? Along with an ugly Christmas sweater. <laughs> it's really just like, it. life is so much easier not trying. Mm. Yeah. It is the biggest thing. Like, it, to a certain degree, and I know, we all know guys like this, but guys that they do worry about, you know, the, the haircut or they worry about whatever the fashion thing, that would be so exhausting Ugh. to have to concern yourself with. Like That's I, why you I'm, get married. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have to care anymore about yourself. I, I, I was just thinking about the other... somebody. I saw a comment on the, on Twitter about the patriarchy. <laughs> or maybe it was Facebook. This about is this, the patriarchy I'm, right here. That's I'm right here. If, if you believe in the patriarchy, you've never met my wife. That's what that's what went through my you, mind. That's a great like, shirt idea You don't understand. <laughs> that like, is a shirt. That's a good shirt idea for it, yeah. In Spencer at the mall. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. If that's uh, I don't know about that. That's that's crazy. Do you guys uh, uh, and, and and you guys have children? Do you ever refer to your wife as mother? No, no, no. no not as, like that as, as a joke. We do. <laughs> okay. My my kids know who Mike Pence is. They they know the story. Okay. And, um, so they they call her mother now because of that. And um, I've said it jokingly, but that's um, funny. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't say that with a straight face. Let me just bring up the elephant in the room briefly. Do you guys think Trump's going to be impeached? Honestly, do you think it's going to happen? Yes. And removed from office. I think he's going to resign. Before I think so too. That's my theory. I and he's going to say it's because we don't deserve him. And, and he's, he's going to be like, this job is too stupid. I've never been treated more unfairly. Yeah, nobody's yeah. ever he's, been treated more unfairly. He's already the guy setting that, it up. Yeah, he, had the birther arguments that nobody's ever been treated more unfairly. But yeah, he 
he never wanted this. No. He no. never. This was no. a front it to develop to Trump television, and he is so bummed that he has to do all this. I think Howard this. Stern said it. Howard Stern, who knows him, said he really wanted Hillary to win. Yeah. And I was like, you could have made that happen, Donald. You could have probably done something or said something. Even, no, everything he tried. I think he did work. try. He did. He tried to throw himself under the bus, and none of it worked. I think he's going to. When, when, when that whole stuff came out about the woman uh all about grabbing him by the thing and the junk and the the whole entertainment weekly or whatever yes, thing yes. when that broke the next day didn't you say that's okay that's it. yeah you that's thought it. that had to be the end of this i know like, I there's no it. way you know what was crazy about that though and and i had a conversation uh with trump with with, no, with a huge trump supporter though with, with a huge Trump oh, supporter. Literally a huge fat guy that a, loves a, Trump. A, a large man that loves Trump shortly thereafter. And in the conversation about it, you know what he thought the problem with that was? He thought it was that he said pussy. He thought that was the problem with it. Not the whole... Thing. The verb is yeah, the issue. The, not the sexual okay? assault. Nobody cares about it. that part of it. It's it's the action of it. It's not the subject of the sentence. It's the predicate, so to speak. Yeah. Like, you do understand that that was the issue, and he thought that people were simply upset because Trump used a bad word. Yeah, if amazing. he would have said private, it would have been different, yeah, according yeah, to that guy, right? Yeah. No, that's generally how that. Uh, that's generally how the grab thinking goes. Grab him by the grab him by the privates. Hey, uh, speaking of which, nobody go if up I can, and grab a woman by the privates. If I can get this, um, if I can get this uh, in my um, in my likes real quick, I wanted to bring. I wanted to bring something up. I wanted to try a new thing, um, and I want to read a couple tweets, and I wanted you guys to decide which one deserves the most scorn. And there's been a couple. And are any of them mine? Uh, yeah, actually, all three of them. Are, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hope that's not a problem. That would be fun to do when you bring a guest on. Correct. Here's your crappiest tweets. tweets. <laughs> uh, no, they're not, Nate. Not all of them. And, uh, but uh, but it's funny because you know I I see people people seize on this and they 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 like will start you know getting after somebody for saying something dumb. Um, but I'm going to read these to you and I and I just want to make a little comment on each one. Um, so like the first one that went around was, uh, someone was tweeting the Rockies and before, I don't think, I don't think we were saying on Mike, we were talking about how great the Rockies Twitter, uh, you know, the, their Twitter account and their social media presence is, they do a really good job. And, uh, this is the type of thing they have to deal with. Um, this guy, uh, his name's Scott Warner, uh, said, Dear Rockies, do us all a favor and fire your whiny announcers or have them watch 10,000 hours of Vin Scully calling games to learn something. Oh, my God. Okay, so okay, so there, there's, there's, a, there's a tweet, and so that went around, and people like jumped all over the guy. And then by the end, he was like, he was like hey, Rockies, you're all right. You know, he really liked it. So, so <laughs> a lot of problems with that because, obviously, you know, he's comparing him to, you know, the greatest announcer of all time. Right. It's, it's, it's really unfair to those guys to compare him to that. Um, pretty, well, pretty, Drew, Good, Drew Goodman is great. Drew Goodman's very, very good at what he Jack does. Jack and Jerry are excellent. But, I mean, you com- if you compare them to Vince Scully, it's not the, the, not the comparison's fair. not going to go very far. So, um, another one. There's also, and one of the things I think is important about all of that is that when you compare a broadcaster in 2017 to a legend like Vin Scully or you think back of like Milo Hamilton or Harry Carey or anybody like that, those guys had the leeway to actually be critical of the team and say what they were thinking in a given moment versus, I mean, mean, Drew Goodman has to pay a compliment 
to the Rockies on everything that happens in a game. Even if some guy is garbage, he has to pretend like this guy's the greatest ball Find player good. that he has ever seen because that's that's what organizations want now. It's you're a ticket salesman. You are not there just to call the game. Yeah, it's a it's a totally different world from when Vince Scully was calling Brooklyn Dodgers games. Wasn't he calling them in Brooklyn? Isn't that how long he goes back? Yeah, he goes all the way back to that. And the yeah. other thing that I wonder about it too, though, is because organizations are so uptight about it, like. Do they think that's what fans really want? Like, I think that fans are sophisticated enough that they can handle hearing not, I'm not even saying like overt criticism, just in the very least of like, this guy's having a bad night. Yeah, yeah. You'd, right, sure. Well, you can say those things, and right? I, 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 to cre- credit to your company, um, Mark Rycroft, always very, 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 very honest. honest. Hastings, <laughs> I, I think Hastings in the last couple too. of years, has been more critical of the Nuggets, certainly, than he ever was. And I think on your sta- on, on the radio station, you guys are allowed to be, too. Yeah. Um, next tweet um, from My Broken Dog has a Cubs logo as his avatar. So just so you, just so you know where we're, where we're starting from. Like wearing a Cubs hat. You exactly. Know? Just like wearing a Cubs hat. Um, the worst. His, his tweet just says, uh, but Blackman still has an awful walk-up song. Now this, oh, hold on, oh, now this, this got oh. this. This drew this drew that that reaction Tonight from Twitter. Tonight is the new is the new Tulo. But here's the deal: I love the Charlie Blackman walk-up song because everyone can participate. But if you listen to the words, sure. it's about having relations yeah. with teenage girls. I usually like my girls a little bit older, but you'll do tonight. But- Tulo's old wasn't it? Tulo's old walk-up song was the uh, the Jay Z song in which it uh, had the line: "I used to sell snowflakes by, by the, the OZ." OZ. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which was like, you guys all get He's talking about selling cocaine. <laughs> I, I used right? to think it was OC, like he meant Orange <laughs> County. Like the show? Yeah. I think I that's what they wanted you to hear. I remember OC. hearing that, and I'd be like, I'd be with my kids, and I was like, hmm, okay. He's talking about liberals in, in <laughs> yeah, so. a county in California. <laughs> so, you know, uh, the, the Blackman song is very popular. I this, will admit I do hate that song. You do hate it? I, I yeah. do hate it. See, I like that song. I, I remember when it came out. And, well, and um, you get the whole stick, right? It's the outfield. It's it is the outfield, yes. yes. Plus, it, do you guys remember uh, Spielborgs used to have, and it was either a Gwen Stefani oh, solo song, I hate that song, or it was the No Doubt song, yeah. but it was the woo. And I actually, I was, I asked Spielborgs about it, and he said, "Oh, I do hate that song, but I love going up to bat and looking up in the stands and seeing a bunch of bros." <laughs> yelling out the chorus he's like it just i think it's funny and it kind of relaxes me when i go up to and, bat and that makes sense if you get and you get people into it right. and, and tulowitzki always said that because he'd always change his song he had part in the usa and he was like i want people to have fun i want people to like get into it when i get up to bat and that's it's understandable although i guess tommy murphy has uses slayers south of heaven as his walk-up song and no way I, yeah and he just hasn't played so we haven't i don't think i've been there when he played so i didn't know that i i did know this but then I, someone reminded me of it um uh, 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 BK over at uh, Purple Row reminded me of it. So when he comes back and if he's playing, you'll hear Slayer at Coors Field. That's awesome. It's nice. Okay, last one, and then we'll, let's let's get into the fourth quarter, and then we'll get to your games. We got to do your game, right? Oh, it's fantastic. And then, and then we'll then we'll get everyone out of here. The last one. Um, all you need to know about this guy is his avatar is him with a bad mustache wearing a Giants jersey, okay? That's all you need to know about him. Um, San Francisco Giants. Um, at To the Rockies, he said players should have to chug three cores and do five dizzy bat spins before each bat to compensate for that joke of a park. 
Oh, oh my god! Now, while I like the idea of them chugging beers and doing bat spins, the um, the 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 misconception that Coors Field is a, is a joke of a park and it's not real baseball really draws my ire. And that's I, egregious. I think, I think that's the worst tweet of all. So I've definitely voted. Nate, for that is one. is it a joke of a park? No, it's a massively hitter friendly park. Absolutely, there's no question, and there are things that are unique to it. But and we're seeing it this year, like. If you have a good team, you will win in that park. Good pitching will win in that park. Absolutely. And I, I think one of the big things, and Breidich kind of has the benefit of watching everybody screw this up for a really long time, and he's just he's come to realize, yes, you can pitch at high altitude and you can pitch in this ballpark, but you have to bring guys up in this organization. They go through the Pacific Coast League, which is one of the most hitter-friendly minor leagues in, in all of baseball. And what these guys come to realize is, A, if you give up four runs in a start, it's not that bad. And B, when you pitch at high altitude, your ball's not going to break uh, as much as it does. But guess what? Good pitchers, as long as they have that understanding, they'll be fine. And doesn't that favor, the, just favor the fastball? Don't you want fastball guys? You want you want the fastball and you want the sinker. And, and right now the Rockies, uh, Kyle Freeland leads all of baseball and ground ball rate. I believe the Rockies as a club are like number two in terms of uh, inducing ground balls and getting weak contact on ground balls. There's some really good fan graph stuff that's all about this. Which fan graphs is awesome. Is, it's it? amazing. And, and that's and, what you want here. And people should check it out. But it's really, it. there's no one perfect recipe to it. It's just all mindset. It's a it's it is a tough park. It it adds different challenges to a club. Is it a joke? No. Come on. Take that weird San weird Francisco guy. And Giants. I, and I think man. this is important too when we're talking about the Rockies. If you're going to select a song to bat to, and I put a lot of thought and effort into this, my song would be uh, "When I Think About You, I Touch Myself." <laughs> <laughs> that would be the only way I'd be able to relax before I, I, batting. I think everyone would relax. I think everyone would just be like, All People right. also feel that way about Brandon. They, they would, yeah. yes, absolutely. Uh, let's get into the fourth quarter. We're going to get our, our quiz on, and uh, we will bring it on home. So uh, take a quick break. Be right back. I can take home. I can take home. She can be 18. 18 with an attitude of 19. Kind of snotty, I can real rude. As long as you a diggy, diggy, dig, girl, you know the song, you know the song. I beep something coming towards me up the dance floor. Sexy and real sexy. Hey. She was beeping and I dig the last video. Someone never think you go. How could I tell her no? Measurements was 36, 25, 35. Mutiny Information Cafe right there at Ellsworth and Broadway is your absolute first choice for a unique gift shop. We're talking used records, comic books. Books, pins, patches, hats, nice little lattes, Great, got great coffee. The iced coffee has ice cubes made out of coffee. Why didn't anybody think of this before? Mutiny Information Cafe is the place to go if you want to prove that you're not new Denver, you're OG Denver. Go to Mutiny Information yeah. Cafe. Tell them the South Stand Before sent 2002. You. That's right. That's right. Okay, Denver. <laughs> and, and that includes you transplants. You're welcome at Mutiny Information Cafe. Baseball season's underway. Well, you better get ready for a brand new day. 
the Rockies one, right? No, no, no. <laughs> Have you heard, you heard the Rockies one? Is it a bad copy of this? Yes. Is it really? Sad. Yeah, it's really bad. Like, this, is, this is old, right? This is, this is early 80s. Yeah. So this is when, this is probably from right when the Rockies started. And it's like, go to hit that ball and run that base. And it's like, it's very much like that, but it's it's. It's I always hated how it, one of the things I really liked, with the, which the Rockies used to do, they used to play Rocky Mountain Way mm. when the Rockies would win. That song's tight. Which is awesome, and it made sense. But one of the cool things that they would do would be like, because you know how the beginning of that song is that big guitar, that big guitar, so it's like, and so they would get the first out in the ninth. And they would play like just that riff, and then oh. they would get the second oh, that's out, awesome. and yeah. they would play the riff twice, and then the third out, and they would play the whole song, and it was so cool. That's foreplay. And then, <laughs> yes. for whatever reason, in like the mid two thousands, they just they went away from it, and they went to like the bad Elitch Garden song, and everything oh, got so dignified. Old man guy, song? right? But when I first moved to Denver back in two thousand two. That was what they used to do, and I thought, like, oh, that is really cool. That fits that team. That's an awesome thing. And for whatever reason, they don't do it. Anymore. I know what. Start a, peti- a petition. It, we, well, I think we should try to get it back. I'll, I'll tweet the Rockies and tell them that. But Joe I, Walsh, Rocky I, I think what happened was millennials, avocado toast. That's what happened, <laughs> and that's why we don't have it anymore. Because they were like, I don't know this. I need and, some techno. And man rompers. I need some techno. I need some. Uh, I need some Bon Iver. Is what I need. Bon Joe, Joe Walsh and and, and uh, man romper don't don't go together. Let's do this uh, this great quiz. We always like to do a quiz, Nate, when you're here. It's always fun. And um, let's, try to, let's have a lot of Bon Iver questions. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> All right. This is a TV theme song poetry slam quiz. So oh, we got Lord. TV theme song. But I'm not going to play them. I'm going to read them. Oh, poetry oh. slam style. Oh. Can we just yell it out when we know it? Yell it out when you know it. I'll write down your name. You woke up this morning, got yourself a gun. Sopranos. Nice. I was like, I was like, that's not good times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Cosby Show. I was waiting Golden for Girls. <laughs> Golden Girls. Taking a break in the world today yeah. takes everything you got. That's probably on there. Here we are, face to face. A couple of blanks hoping to find we're two of a kind making it go making it grow together we're gonna find our way together taking the time each day to learn about the things you just can't buy drawing a blank i I am i am blanking two blank together you and i together we're gonna find our way Somebody's listening to this and they're so they're furious right like, now. You guys are idiots! Wow, I, I, that one was Silver Spoons. Uh, oh, I was. Yeah, I, was I, I, I wouldn't have gotten it. Wait, which one was Silver Spoons? I don't even Ricky know Schroeder. It. Ricky Schroeder. Yeah, that wasn't Webster. No, no. I, that it was like it was like Richie Rich only only uh, sitcom. Version. Okay. Yeah, I never never seen it. Well, the names have all changed since you hung around. Welcome back, Cotter. Oh man, nice job. Thank you. All right. It's gonna be harder. One to one. I got I got years on you guys. You do. Yeah. A lot more TV watching. Also, my favorite TV theme song of all time is Night Court, which is an instrumental. Oh, Oh, this is relevant. Roseanne is coming back. It is. Roseanne is coming back. Roseanne is coming back in twenty eighteen. Same cast. 
They're that, not even recasting it. It's the same cool. people. Oh, uh, you know what? I started doing the um, I started doing the Barney Miller theme song. I I, I guess I I can't think of what the Barney. There's no lyrics to Barney Miller. Wow. Okay. In West Philadelphia, Fresh Prince Bel Air. I said the full name. He got it. He got it. Nice job. Yeah. I thought that was going to be the first one. Yeah. What is <sighs> Carlton is hosting something now? Is it the America's feud? funniest? It's videos. America's funniest home videos. Okay. Why does that show still exist in the YouTube age? And because uh, that's a great question. For... You cannot have submitted that the video to YouTube. Really? Oh. If they are going to accept it, yeah, that's a rule. Oh, that's. I saw that. I saw that in running in the cl- during the credits. Yeah, that has that's to be. How. It has to be okay. an original submission. Streaks on the China never mattered before. Who cares? When you drop kicked your jacket and you came through the door, no one glared. But sometimes things get turned around and no one spared. According to our new arrival, life is more than mere survival. We might just live that good life yet. Wow. I'm terrible at this. I game, love yeah. your slam poetry yeah, reading. It now. is awesome. I, I don't know that one. That was Mr. Belvedere. Uh, <laughs> that was Mr. Belvedere. Wow. Wouldn't I know. know. Nate, get, Nate gets this one. I'm gonna, I'm, my wager is on just, Nate. Okay, just let it roll. Tell me why I love you like I do. Tell me who can stop my heart. As much as you. As much as you. Tell me all your secrets. And I'll tell you some of mine. They say that nobody's perfect, but that's really true this time. <laughs> perfect Strangers. Keep going. I like the reading. I don't have the answers. I don't have a plan. I'm mad about you, baby. Mad about you. <laughs> one of my all-time wait, favorite... Wait, did he get that or what? He... I, uh, Brandon, Brandon got it. One of my all-time favorite Seinfeld scenes ever was... Uh, it, it was the episode in which George Costanza gets engaged to Susan Ross, mm-hmm. and at the very end of the episode, like Jerry calls him because they want to go watch this movie, and they're really excited about it. Are you watching the Yankee game? It's like all this dude stuff, and George is like, he can't. He's watching Mad About You. Because he's got to go watch Mad About You. And the final uh, scene is just... George and Susan, and they're laying in bed, and the Mad About You theme is playing in the background, (laughs) and Susan couldn't possibly look happier, and Costanza has the most pained look (laughs) that you've ever seen for a human on his face. I remember you and Naylin having the conversation as, is Helen Hunt hot? I believe it, she the is. The answer yeah. is absolutely I say yes. yes. I used to definitely think she was hot. Yeah, when yeah I, I say was, yes. Paul Reiser like 13, is also like about you. A, a very like very respected New York club comic. Like he's a comics yeah. comic. They loved Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser was on the show with oh geez, I my two dads. No, well yeah, that's. But he was on something recently that was on like really HBO or um, I'll think of their names later. But he was really good in it. But yeah, keep going. I haven't seen them in a while. Um, so no one told you. Life, Life was going to be this way. Your job's a joke. You're broke. Friends. Your love life's DOA. <laughs> Your love life's did DOA. I, did, have did you I guys watched... Um, you're just not trying, Nate. Have you guys seen... I like your reads. Have you guys seen season two of Master of None yet? No. With no. The season, sorry. There's a, there's one episode. I can't recommend it enough. It, it's a, um, about his friend Denise on the show and kind of her... It, it's it goes back to their childhood, and it's just based on Thanksgivings, 
like Aziz and Denise would spend every Thanksgiving together. But throughout the course of the episode, it's like when they're little kids and then when they're teenagers and then when they're adults, she discovers that she's, you know, discovers her feelings as a lesbian as the episode goes on. And the whole thing is she has a photo of Rachel from Friends, <laughs> like hanging on the ceiling above her bed, like when she had the Rachel haircut and everything, Aniston in her prime. And that was what pushed Denise in that direction. <laughs> I can't, but can't blame and her. Accepting can't blame herself. That's it's a really good show. I was show. always in the Can't Anderson blame her. Did bit. you guys like Friends no. as a show? I've, I've never really watched I it. I watched it with my wife. It was it was a, one of those watch with your wife shows. My wife puts it on now every now and then. And like I never got into Friends. And I still see why I didn't. But it's not bad, but all, it's not like they're all a show I have to watch. Sure, it's and fun. It they're all job. smoking hot, and they, you know, sometimes they show their nipples. It was the, it was the network's like answer to Seinfeld, because yeah. their criticism was always the people on Seinfeld weren't good-looking enough. So they just they cast they just a bunch of models yeah. Yeah, on, on a sitcom. Except for Ross. Making your I way in the once. world today. Cheers. Cheer. Oh, you said it already. God damn it. Hanging out down the street, the same old thing we that did 70 last show. week. That 70s show. Wow. I didn't think anyone would get that one. Nice job. I'll bet we've been together for a million years, and I'll bet we'll be together for a million more. Oh, it's like I started breathing on the night we kissed, and I can't remember what I ever did before. What would we do, baby? Without us, what would we do, baby? Without us, no, no, no. Why am I not pacing? Oh. Whoa, oh, family ties. Reedy gets it. Yeah. Oh, it was the na 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 na. That was the only thing that I got. I watched a lot of Family Ties. Wasn't too. Clooney the next door neighbor, or like had a bit part on Family Ties? Clooney had a part in Roseanne. Clooney was, was Roseanne. Also, Clooney was the maintenance man on uh, Facts of Life. Ah, oh. that could be what I'm thinking. Like of. Yeah, on, Clooney yeah. did the TV gigs until he got ER. Yeah, he was. That was his first thing. And DiCaprio he was, was, was on Family Ties. It was featuring George Clooney. Yeah, yeah. I think he was on Family Ties. DiCaprio. No way. Really? Yeah. 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 As a kid. Wow. I don't need you to worry for me because I'm all right. I don't want you to tell me it's time to come home. I don't care what you say about me anymore. This is my life. Go ahead with your own life. Leave me alone. Bosom buddies. That's correct. I was going to guess perfect strangers. Yeah, close. Again, on this one, my money is on Nate. Okay. When I wake up in the morning and the alarm gives out a warning, and I don't think I'll ever make it on time, but I grab. Say by the bell. (laughs) Oh, nice job. So far, bro. I am no. so bad without the tune. No, I know. Yeah. Yeah. He's reading it's it. Rough. That's what makes it hard. That it's makes it the challenge. Like, the mad about you one I knew was mad about you, but I was like, without the music, no, I, it's different. I need to hear, it's in the back but, of your head. Yeah. It plays to your subconscious. All right, I'm guessing no one gets this. This is fun. Spending my time just holding the line, never getting caught up. Love was never brought up. It's not the thing to do. It was you. Then came you. You made me leap without taking a look. It was you. Then came you. You reeled me right in line, sinker and hook. Never thought forever was the best I could do. 
Wow, that's a I tough one. I know the show. It's uh, Kevin Kevin James and uh, the Scientologist chick, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> not even close. Nope, not even close. <laughs> All right. No, that would be one, two, King three. King of Queens. Webster. Whoa. That was Webster? That was yeah, Webster. I never would have gotten that. Why did I think it was King of Queens? Yeah, yeah, this one's also, gonna... why couldn't I remember the name of that show? Yeah. This one's going to go fast, so I'm tuned in here. Thank you for being a friend. Golden Girls. <laughs> like, you traveled oh, down that road. Wasn't B. Arthur actually the oldest actress on that show? Yeah, the old one no. was, was not the oldest. Yeah. Yeah. No, are you the, Yeah, the old one, Dorothy, is that Dorothy her name? Yeah, she, she was not the, the mom. Oldest. So did yeah. they age her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She oh. was not the oldest. That's interesting. Yeah, they had to digitally uh, put a new face on her every episode. Yeah, they digitally like made her one. old, like Princess Leia. They made her young Back then, it cost a one. lot of yeah. money. There's a time for love and a time for living. You take a chance and face the wind. An open road and a road that's hidden. A brand new life around the bend. <laughs> Nights are long, but you might awaken to a brand new life. Brand new life. Brand new life around the bend. Um, Sounds like a show set in the like middle in the country. I'm just you got to ignore the voice and think about the tune. I'm, I'm going to just say uh, one day at a time. No. Family no. Matters. And I'm welcoming uh-huh. illegitimate guesses okay. at this point. Uh, that was Who's the Boss. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. That's, I don't feel like I ever got that into Who's the Boss. Yeah. Nobody did. Nobody did. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> who's the Boss was a lame second fiddle to Charles in Charge, as far as I'm concerned. Um, we all Charles knew who was in charge in that house. Charles. Nicole Eggert. <laughs> as long as we got each other, we got the world spinning right in our hands, baby. Rain or shine, all the time, we got each other, sharing the laughter and love. Yeah, sounds familiar, but God, it's so hard when you can't hear the hear the tune. <sighs> yeah, I didn't realize how hard this. Yeah, was. This, this was is tough. a challenge. This is a challenge. I mean, with the music, it'd be easy. Yeah, that was um, growing pains. Um, that was growing, growing pains? pains. Yeah. R.I.P. Alan Thick. Okay, we got one more right now. Brandon is easily out. Wow. He's dominating. Wow. New boy in the neighborhood. He lives downstairs, and it's understood. Charles He's, in charge. That's right. Wow. Of our days and our nights. Yeah. That's right. Charles in charge okay. of our. Is Buddy Lembeck still getting work lights. today? No, I don't think so. Congratulations, no. Brandon. You are uh, two you are contests in a row. That's that's uh, what's his name? His buddy. His buddy, right? His friend. Buddy Lembeck. Yeah, but it's what's the actor's name? Oh, um, he was beca- Charles in charge of spinoff. No, I don't think so. Um, You're thinking Joni loves Chachi. But oh. his buddy, um, Aaron, Aaron Moran, rest in peace. Um, the uh, the uh, <laughs> the. Um, yeah, what's his name? He he became like a he he made like a Bible man show. Remember? He like be, he became like a Christian like producing Christian content, you know? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of his name. What was the sitcom with the where with the comic the 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 comic right author who wore a cow for a hand? 
Oh, um, um, yeah, Ted Knight was in Ted that. Ted Knight was in yeah, that. Willie Ames was Willie the actor. Willie Ames, yes. Um, you're thinking of the one, they live in San Francisco, and they the yes. two hot daughters, yes. and then the gay dude lived... lived uh, Downstairs. In, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, what the hell's his name? God, oh, was that the first gay two dude Two hot daughters, TV? a gay dude, and a pizza place. And a pizza place? No, no, that's not what it was. Uh, but yeah, Cosmic Cow was the thing. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think that was the first gay dude on TV, because there was plenty that were just kind of implied... And it was implied. Monroe, his name was Monroe. Monroe. Yeah. Monroe. yeah, I used to love that show. I can't think I of the name. I used to watch it all the time yeah, after great. school. All right, let's get out of here. We're going to be over time. We watched so much crap. I know, so much crap. I'm surprised we didn't know more of those. <laughs> um, it's good stuff. Um, so, yeah, we, we, got, we, can, we, we got plenty to talk about. We could, we could keep talking all night, but we got to get everyone out of here. So, transplants uh, suck. Transplants suck. So, we know that. Nate, you, since you're the spokesman for all transplants, yes. tomorrow, please tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, listen to Altitude Sports Radio AM 950. I am on from 3 to 6. And to Colin's point, I am among the six best afternoon drive Absolutely. radio shows. Without question. <laughs> in yeah, all yeah. seriousness, like as listeners, how in God's name do you choose? Is it just whichever one's not in commercial? If you're tired of, if you're tired of listening to people talk about football for no reason, yeah. tune in Nate Show. We oftentimes about it. are talking about football for a reason or other sports. It's good. They do cut. They do cover it all. So if you want, to, if you want a well-rounded sports uh, uh, education experience, the experience, then you know where to go. But um, obviously, you know, football's king. We know why people do it. But I think there's other things to talk about. Our Rockies, Colin, are are doing very well. So Ten I'm, games over. I'm glad. I'm glad that people are talking about Al it. Al Rockies, your president, John. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, Nate, thanks again. Thanks so, for having me, fellas. It's always a pleasure to have you. In. I love being in here. Yeah. Anytime. Come on back. Um, until next time. This and song is so good, yeah. by the way. Rocky Mountain Way. This baby. should be cranking. The ladies should field. not cry because our story's sad. We're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna petition the Rockies to get it going. I think so. Maybe I'll write another award-winning piece for the South Stands Denver site, Colin. There you, you go. Know, uh, I'll talk about it. So, uh, Brandon, thanks for stopping in. Oh yeah. Get that camera worked out, buddy. Everyone wants to see our glorious mugs. Like I'm saying, I'm not plugging it back in. Yeah, that's fine. You do what you got to do. But you know, I'm gonna find a solution. Find we'll a solution. Get back up live. Absolutely. Uh, thanks, everybody. We'll get back to you soon. This has been the South Stands Denver Fancast. Adios. It's South Stands Live. Oh yeah. Make sure to find me on Grinder. You
get sh- your shit spread out. Little early in the show Colin for that. Spread my shit out, oh, and man. I've never been the same since. And, and the Jake Butt <laughs> talk has begun. Yeah, that's, uh, that's right. 